Hey, my little sexy beings out there. I have a secret. Do you want to know my secret, baby? Okay, let me whisper in your ear. So why don't you come closer? No, closer. (laughs) I won't bite, babe. Come closer, baby. Stay tuned for today's topic, and I will share my secret baby, because that's just the way I like Okay, so this is Freak Me Harder Erotic Sex Talk today, and we are going to be talking about closet whores, honey, okay? Closet whores are the people that are in the closet and don't want to come out, but we're going to kick those closet doors open, honey, and get in the mix of the shit. So let's get it. We have a special guest today. His name is Lexington. He is a profound uh, motivational speaker of the LGBT, and he is an incredible, incredible fashionista, and also he has walked balls and faced, if you girls know what I mean, but he will explain further in the uh, in our topic today. We also are going to touch on Todrick. Because he is an entertainer, and he is also a person that uses the word faggot. Okay, so we're going to go in um, Lexington. We're going to start with um, Closet Horrors. Um, do you, would you want to start with, um, you know, the DL Brothers? Because I know that you know more of that than I do. Well, I just want to say hello to everyone. I'm Lexington, short for Lexi. Yeah, I would love to definitely touch on the topic of the DL brother and basically the impact that it has on the community, the impact that it has on a lot of people's lifestyles and how it affects a lot of families and people around them. Um, I personally think that a lot of men are afraid to be who they want to be or who they think they should be. And um, sometimes they, you know, they hide, they, they shadow themselves from being who they want to be and I think a lot of times that kind of shines through through the DL lifestyle and um you know I've had some prior past experiences when I you know I've met people through maybe dating apps or chat lines and you know at the moment I don't know that they're on a DL until we actually meet and you know I notice certain things as far as you know they're looking around to see if someone's watching you know they're kind of secretive about their phone number or just certain things that kind of you know were, were a red flag to me so you know like I said I've had different experiences and me being a gay male do I think it's okay no um as when I was younger I did have situations where I didn't know any better but as I got older I learned you know that not okay to be involved with someone like that especially if they have a wife a girlfriend kids 
So, you know, as I got older, I would cut them off. I wouldn't continue the, the situation that we had going on because I just didn't feel right doing it. I also would encourage them to maybe, you know, speak up about it or be themselves. But a lot of times they don't, they won't. They go on for years just living a secret lifestyle. And like I said, it's dangerous because, you know, there's a lot of things involved when you are a person that is living a secret lifestyle. You know, there's diseases out here. There's a lot of risk involved that you can, you know, involve your main partner, who's a person that you're with. Right. And, and, you know, I just never believed in that. I'm not one of those type of gays that go along with it. I'm kind of the one that shy away from it. So that's kind of like my outtake on that situation and how I felt about it. What about you, oh, well, well, you know, honey, this tea is boiling right now. It is sizzling. And, you know, that's just the way your girl like it. <laughs> oh, my God, you're so good <laughs> Yes, I love it. I love it too. <laughs> so, okay, so you mentioned before, because I want to backtrack. I heard you and, you know, my, my, my spidey senses are tingling. <laughs> you were just talking about married men and men that are in relationships. So you've had encounter, encounters yes. with people that have been married and in relationships. Now tell me, are these people like full-fledged masculine and public? Absolutely. So I can probably touch on one particular situation. Um, okay. It was about maybe over 10 years ago. I was on this dating like chat line, like phone service, where um, you couldn't visually see pictures of people, of course, because you were over the phone, but you okay. could exchange phone numbers and then exchange pictures that way. Right. So it was a guy um, back home when I lived in Jersey that I met. Um, he picked me up from my house. Okay. Um, we sat, we parked somewhere, we sat in the back of his car and, you know, we talked for a little bit and, um, you know, some things did go on that, you know, happened between us. And I remember after the actual sexual act that we indulged in, he basically confessed to me that he had a girlfriend because I asked him because I was kind of, I was really, really attracted to him, you know, oh and I thought he was, a, yeah, he was a really good looking guy. So me being me, even though, you know, we just were sexually involved, I asked him like, hey, you know, are you into dating or are you just out here just meeting people and hooking up? And he was like dating and he chuckled and he says, you know, I, I got a wife and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and God, let me keep on stirring this tea. I was in complete shock, and I and, okay. and then that's when I asked him. I said, "Well, does she know?" And I mean, I thought to myself, "Of course she doesn't know," but he was like, "Absolutely not." And I remember asking him about her knowing and how defensive he got to the point where he looked at me like, "If you say something, you know," I kind of felt a little intimidated, and. Right. He said, so do you have an issue with that? I said, I actually do. I said, you know, I really don't condone things like that. I don't really believe in breaking up homes. He said, breaking up homes. He was like, how? How so? She doesn't know about you. You don't know about her. And I said, that's the problem. You know, we don't know about each other, but you're the person in the middle. And um, from that day, you know, we never spoke again. I never seen him again. Um... And that was that. And I kind of thought when I got home that day, um, 
Now, mind you, audience, this was when I was a little bit younger. So, you know, I think we've all kind of been there. and We've done things that we may have not been too proud of. But I got home and I thought to myself and I said, wow, like, I don't think I would ever allow myself to be placed in a position like that again. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That is like, like crazy. because I always wanted to know, like, what you know what I'm saying? What goes into the life of a man living living a secret life, and is it right? You know what I mean? Like for a guy to do that. Now, you are a gorgeous, man. You are absolutely <laughs> fucking gorgeous. Well, thank you. you. Know what I'm <laughs> I really wish you were straight. Oh my god. I do. <laughs> Am I saying this on air? I am because you know that's just the way your girl likes it. Well, if you wish that I was straight, I wish that you were gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, honey. Okay, let's switch the topic. Wait, let's let's move on. So, okay, um, with that sense, do you feel um that are do you feel that there are lesbians out there as well you know um do you feel that there are you know people in the political standpoint have you had any political um love relationships uh, that you don't have to name names we don't have to say alleged but you know have you had any um uh sexual relationships with uh political high figures i actually had a relationship with um, someone who actually was the mayor of the city that he actually worked in. Oh my well, god! Well, I mean, not worked in, lived in. I'm sorry. Um, and that experience in itself was a little weird. The thing is, he was on the DL, but he wasn't in a relationship, like a heterosexual relationship with a woman. He was okay. he was gay, but he was just a closet gay. So that's the difference. Like you have. The closet gay that actually are on the DL and they have a wife or kids or a girlfriend and then you have the the gay man who's actually in the closet who hasn't come out to his family or friends yet and with that experience um it was slightly different I mean to be honest it's it almost feels the same because everything is such a secret and you know with me and him we had a really good connection the problem is you know i was introduced to friends or people that he know as his his boy or i remember one time he told somebody i was his cousin and i just was like wow and the thing with him and i really think it wasn't the fact that my issue then wasn't that he was in the closet my issue was that he was controlling like i was fine with the closet stuff because even me myself at that age i was 19 and I'm 34 now. Oh, so I you was, were loving it. Yeah, I, I was really young. He was older. And I really didn't know who I was at that time. So, you know, him being in the closet kind of helped me a little bit, too, because I wasn't really out there myself as well. Okay. But right. um, I just didn't like the controlling aspect because he had money, because he was a high-figure person. He kind of figured that he can control things and even then at that age I kind of knew what I wanted and how I wanted to do it and you couldn't tell me how to do it Mm -hmm. so but you know what you mentioned something earlier Brazil in regards to lesbians and I don't know if you were kind of touching a topic of maybe a lesbian that is on the DL or on the low um well I mean you know like I would say and, and I'm just saying um 
like hypothetically speaking, I'm pretty sure there are, you know, lesbians out there, you know, um, not me because I'm open, baby. I love, there's just more to me to love. You know, I love women, men and everybody. Um, but you know, not everybody thinks like me and that is my story and I'm sticking to it. But I just wonder because, you know, even I, you know, I work for a political figure, Mm -hmm. as you know, and, you know, we don't share those things on my show. I won't tell you. Just keep (laughs) on listening. Keep on listening in. But um, I just feel like seeing some of the people um, within that environment, I see, you know, people that dress up like they're you know like the opposite sex but they still don't say anything so it's really like especially the older ones it's really like a more of a respect for other people but you know how how do you how do you live you know what i'm saying like is is it is it going to be if you come out that you will live uh you that you will lose uh sponsors distributors you know is it really undercover where they will like gut punch that ass if you know what i mean so i want to touch a topic real quick i personally believe now i grew up around all different types of people you know my mom had gay friends you know as i was coming up her gay friends you know they were guys she had friends that were girls that were gay and i think society itself just like it's okay for a woman to kiss another woman on tv or indulge in any type of intimate activity with another woman but if a man does it's not okay you're right you're absolutely right I truly believe that there's no such thing as the DL woman. You want to know why? Because America, society, the world, they make it okay for women, when, women a woman on woman action, to be, if I said that correct, girl on girl action, they make it to where it's okay and it's not a bad thing. And it is easier for a, a girl to walk down the street dressed in boy clothes and a fitted cap and maybe Timberland boots and it's okay. But if a guy walks down the street and he has on skinny jeans, maybe a little bit of makeup, um, or maybe has a little swivel on his walk, he's a faggot. So I don't understand why one is okay and the other isn't, you know? And okay. I think and I think a lot of times that's why men do kinda hide in the closet because they're afraid of that judgment they're afraid of being treated different where women i think it's a little bit more easier for them because society made it that way okay all right so we're going to we're going to dive into that um we're going to take a quick break and we're going to dive into the word faggot i see that you mentioned that and also how uh the gay uh the, the gay people or LGBT people are looked upon within the African American community. Um, so, you know, stay tuned, guys, and we'll be right back. Okay? Bye. Hey, Lexington. So, uh, are you ready to continue? to continue our our um, our topic yes okay so basically uh, I think we left off at um, how the African-American community uh, 
is um, how they are how they are with um, gay males and, um, and, and and do they shun them you know like how do you think um, like you know from other races do you feel that you know African Americans are a little bit harder when it comes to and don't take offense everybody because I have a mouth and I'm nosy I want to know every nothing cranny Okay, I want to know. So, you know, this is how we're going to do it. I'm not a one-sided person, so I want to know. And, um, you know, like, how does, I mean, how? what is your opinion on it? Because, you know, like me being, um, you know, African, I, I feel like, um, you know, I do feel that the community is a little harsh. You know what I'm saying? Well, I would say this. I I think that as I really, really started to kind of grow into my own person and really mature and understand just certain things about just life, um, it it just basically boils down to, in my personal opinion, the person, their family. Um, yeah. I do think that's. I do think that sometimes you know, white, black. Asian, Indian, whatever race you are, you know, everybody treats things differently. Like me personally, like um, my mom, when she found out that I was gay, it was mm-hmm. such an, it was a smooth conversation. It wasn't very much like, oh, I'm going to disown you. I didn't raise you like that. It was more so like, okay, well, do you have a boyfriend? Can I meet him? Oh, you know, wow. so yeah, nice. so I, I had a pretty, pretty, pretty good um coming out story you know I didn't feel you know neglected I didn't feel like you know no one liked me my family you know disowned me none of that stuff where I know people that actually went through the process of being put out the house um you know the family not talking to them anymore you know they're out there not selling their body doing drugs doing certain things and that happened to friends of mine who were black hispanic white so nowadays I really just really believe that it just depends on the person and their particular situation okay back in the day I would honestly say yeah it might have been a situation where a black family you know they're traditional with certain things you know especially if you're from the hood like your cousins or your brothers that you grew up in the hood with don't want to hear that you're gay but most of the time they know already so it's not like it's a big secret i think the shock is i think they 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 are shocked they become kind of like blown away or shocked from the situation because you're finally admitting it right so yeah okay so you know you're you're like a firm like advocate 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 Mm -hmm. of the lgbt community and um i'm uh i I am um aware of your um contributions to project wow and Mm -hmm. um being involved with um other young uh gay um you know kids and men you know that are trying to um accept you know be be accepting and just coming out is that true? Yes. So I was a part of, so, all right, let's start off with what is Project Wow? Okay. Project Wow was, was a uh, youth facility, okay. youth organization um, 
I should say, that really focused on teens and adults between the ages of 13 to 24. And basically, it was a place where, you know, the LGBTQ community was able to to go to to kind of be themselves. And um, if you didn't have a home, Project Wild was your home. If you were hungry, you didn't have food to eat, Mm-hmm. We fed you. And my yes. role and my position in organization, I was a, um, I was the president at one point and the vice president at one point. And basically, every Sunday, we would hold meetings between the hours of 4 and 7 p.m. And we would discuss, you know, the activities almost about a month out, planning, like, different things every day mm-hmm. for, you know, the people, the clients, we would say, to to have things to do so that way they didn't have to go you know to turn to the street to sell their body or if they had an issue where it was I mean there's been situations where I've talked to people personally and they discuss you know maybe a breakup or they might have been in a situation where they had a drug problem or Mm -hmm. they contracted a disease or something like that and Everything was confidential, of course, which I can't disclose too many details, but it was a place to kind of break that barrier between the streets Mm -hmm. and the people who felt like the streets was their home. And we made it a place for people to be comfortable and to kind of be themselves and just to know like, hey, we're your family, you know, if you need anything, we got your back. And, you know, I did that from 2000 and... Okay. 2005 or 6 to 2009 and um, it wow. was a great experience um, mm-hmm. I was able to learn a lot about myself you know and also mm-hmm. about the community and just how many different people you know after I, I kind of discovered that I wasn't the only one if that makes okay. sense mm-hmm. um, even though I may have had some of my issues or things that I went through but I have met other people that maybe went through the same things. And even though I was a person that was in a position of power, mm-hmm. it also allowed me to also understand that, guess what? No matter how powerful your role is in this organization, there are people out there just like you. And it made me kind of humble myself and open up a little bit more to discussing certain things that us gay people deal with sometimes. And it's a great organization you know i got a lot from it i learned a lot from it and i truly appreciate it so yeah okay so um you know um i mean you are like like amazing because these are questions that i've always wanted to know you know even though i've been in the community with being bisexual it's no it's not like the same when you have lived it you know what i'm saying right so, um, you know, I am so excited that you are on this show, and um, I just feel so comfortable with you. And, you know, I want to touch on this topic that I am just itching. You hear me, baby? I am so itching. Do to you need me to scratch it for you? Yes, please. Can you? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Could you scratch it for me? Let's get into Todrick. You know, because we, I want to get into Todrick because, okay, okay, I want to get into Todrick because he is gay, of course, Mm -hmm. and he is a 
uh, a musician, a, a musician for anybody who doesn't know. He is a singer, a rapper, and um, he exploits himself by calling himself faggot. Um, allegedly, it's it is a term like a slang term. Allegedly, I'm just going to use that because I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want the glad uh, people coming after me and shutting my page, my podcast down. I love everyone i have respect for everyone however i do as a person that does not use a faggot i do feel that it's weird that he's using it in the term that he's using it so you know school me um, lexington on what the the term means and is it used in a positive manner first off i want to apologize to the audience for the background noise i have three dogs and anybody that knows, if you have pets, sometimes it's hard to silence them. But I hope that it doesn't interrupt the, the podcast. Um, I want to start off by saying, first of all, the word faggot, if you look it up in a dictionary, it's a bunch of sticks wrapped up in a bunch. But okay. the way that society and the gays themselves use the word, they use it in a very derogatory and, and disrespectful way. And you know the one thing i can't understand is for you to be a gay male or a gay or a lesbian or a gay woman or whatever and i've heard women use the word when they got it you know when they get into disagreements or arguments with a gay guy oh you fucking faggot you know and even saying it just now it just like it feels weird coming out of my mouth because i don't really use that word at all um i'm not gonna say i never have but i don't like using it and mm-hmm. for someone like so let me just say this. Everything that I'm going to say is not alleged. It is true. It is a true yeah. experience that I actually experienced myself about okay, almost two months ago. Okay, let me turn up ago. the heat, honey. I need to hear this. So, Tadric Hall. Let's speak about Tadric. So, I was a Tadric Hall fan. Mm-hmm. Keyword was. Um, just because he broke the barriers and... He basically opened doors for gay boys like me to kind of be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. To know that you can be famous, you can right. be rich, you can be a celebrity, you can be respected by millions of people. And, you know, I understand that he has a way of celebrating things and wanting to speak about things, but I think using the word faggot in your songs isn't a way to do it. And I think he's trying to pass this message. It's just like somebody making a song and titling it, titling the song "Nigger." Okay. Yeah. What's? I mean, I don't think that that would be appropriate. And I yeah, don't think just that, you know, that, just jump in the pool, honey. Don't even test the water. That's what yeah. we do here. I don't think that if someone came out with a song like that, mm-hmm. how would society feel about that? Well, you know that word, you know, "nigger" is like. It's, uh, I'm sorry, nigga is a word that is used in rap music and mm-hmm. supposedly that is a word that is used out of respect, you know? In other words, well, see, I'm African. I'm not African-American. So the African-Americans, they use the word as a way of uh, their taking back their dignity by you know using it um and flipping it into something positive amongst each other um see but the problem is and and i don't see anything wrong with that 
But the problem is, is when somebody else do does it, it's wrong for them to do it. And right. my opinion, my this is just my opinion. If everybody else is saying it, everybody else should be able to say it too. And exactly. I, I'm just saying, if you don't like a person of that's a non, you know, African American to say it, then don't say it because I, it's. I, 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 I'll just right? say this, right? Okay. You you make a song, Todrick. Mr. Hall with the word faggot in it, right? Right, 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 right. But I guarantee you, if you're out at a club, a bar, a setting, in your celebrity world, and you get into a disagreement with someone and they call you a faggot, you wouldn't like it. So why would you make a song that has that word in it? Mm -hmm. And then furthermore, I want to touch on a different topic regarding Tadri. So about Mm -hmm. two months ago, I had the pleasure of slightly meeting Todrick when I was back home in Jersey visiting. Um, I was with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. and we went to a club in New York and as we were waiting on the line to get into the club Todrick and maybe two or three people with him walked past us so I guess they were going into the same club Mm -hmm. so you know my boyfriend is a person that is you know very friendly outspoken. He'll say hello to you just to say hello because that's just how he is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we see Todrick and we get all excited, like, oh my God, there's Todrick Hall, blah, 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 blah. So me being me, I know how the gays are. I know they're shady sometimes. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? You're a celebrity, but you're a human just like I am. I'm not about to bow down and fan out and act all crazy and, you know, but not saying anything about my boyfriend because, you know, we're right. two different people. But right. he said to Todrick, he said, hey, Todrick, and you know when you speak to someone and they, you know that they acknowledge, well, not acknowledge, because he didn't acknowledge, but you know that they they heard you, because they flinch or they pause for a second. So Mm -hmm. my boyfriend said hello, he kind of stopped a little bit and kind of, his eye kind of went, you know, he kind of looked at him at the corner of his eye, but didn't say hello, kept walking. Mm -hmm. And from that moment, I said, you know what? You're on this platform where your fans literally make who you are. Of course. And for you not to say a simple hello to someone, if he knows how much my boyfriend supports his music and him as a person, he would be shocked and probably regret responding or not responding the way that he did when he said hello. And from that day, I just said to myself, I said, you know what? I will never support him again because people get into these shoes they went from wearing Reeboks to wearing Pradas okay. batons, and now they feel like they're the shit and guess what your career may have started fast but it also can end very quick you can't be like that to your fans especially when you're someone that hasn't even reached that level yet you're still ready, building ready. where you want to be you're still creating that platform and right. for him not to speak it really pissed me off and it really made me look at him like, you know what? I get it. You're just like every other gay. Shady. You're in competition. You think you're better. And that's the problem with the gays. We're so divided. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Everybody either is looking for someone with the best looking body, mm-hmm. um, the nice pretty face, mm-hmm. instead of really looking for a person for who they are inside and I just really dislike him at that point I don't really support anything that he does from that day forth I don't really watch any of his videos and when I say really 
my boyfriend has sent me a clip of Todrick's, actually the faggot video. And he sent it to me on Instagram, and I said to him, I said, I'm not watching that. I'm not supporting him. And he was like, okay. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, you know how I right. am about certain things. And yeah. I just kind of look at it like, you know, when that album releases, we're the people that's buying your album or streaming it to get it to where it needs to be. And even though it was only one person, you know, my boyfriend was really upset about that. And I just think it was a thing that, really showed me that these celebrities ain't shit. They're not. And they really, they think they're better because they're at this level. But, you know, that's just my piece on that. Right. And I, I also allegedly, um, you know, I, I hear that he has this big colorism problem within his his self, you know. And, you know, me being fair-skinned, and I do have Irish and Korean in me as well, but... You know, I do identify as Mozambique African, but he has um, a colorism issue. I, I hear from uh, some of the dancers that he prefers to have um, Caucasian dancers up front. And, um, you know, I just think that, you know, a person to treat other people, as I said in, you know, my, my prior shows, the person that treats other people with disrespect, it's really a re- reflection of how they feel about themselves. And I do, I love uh, Todrick's music. I really do. It's my exercise music. It's really good exercise music. However... You know, I don't like the fact that he uses the word faggot. And, and I know he's trying to start a trend, but I think he's going to start a riot. You know what I'm saying? He's going to really start a riot because um, if the GLAD program isn't up there now, they will be in a couple of months because there's only uh, there's only so much you could take and handle. But, you know, what do I know? Uh, so, it's just my opinion. So, Brazil, I got a question for you. Okay. Let's just say it was vice versa and you were the one that spoke to Todrick and he ignored you like he did my boyfriend. How would that make you how would that make you feel? It would definitely make me feel like, you know, like, you know, I'm just a little specimen on the ground. Like I'm I'm like like I'm I'm nobody special, you know, even though I'm a big fan, I would feel that you know, I guess I'm nobody, you know, and and you don't appreciate me. And um, I feel that every celebrity, I, and you know what, I, I love the way Cardi B is with her fans because she always embraces her fans. And I just think that I would feel it would suck. It would suck. It would really suck. I just think that I think as a nation, we are divided enough, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes down to the president that we have in office. Um, a lot of the shootings and the killings that are going on and while we're still here and while we still have that one last moment mm-hmm. to appreciate and value each other sometimes we don't mm-hmm. and I just think that experiences like that people don't understand a first impression is everything mm-hmm. it could either be a lasting impression or it can be short lived depending on the situation yes. and I will never forget that moment with Todrick to the point where like when I think about him I have discussed um I just if he's touring and he, so before all this happened I was a complete fan if he was okay. coming to my city near me and he was doing a show I was thinking about hey let's get tickets 
And that mm-hmm. was to the point where I hear his name. I'm like, I'm not supporting him. I don't even think twice about spending my money on him. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Word of word of mouth will lift you up and it will kill you. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what some people don't understand. And, you know, I hear he doesn't pay his dancers and all that other stuff allegedly. But, you know, getting off the, the subject of that because, you know, I hate to make hoes famous. And I do not like to you know I do not like to uh, you know ramble on about these people that aren't important on my show so let's move on to the next topic um let's see so we we touched on the, the DL brothers and we touched on the LGBT and um we've touched on um you know the situation with Patrick so um I think for, and, and you brought out a valid point. You were saying that it's such a double double standard because, you know, America accepts women on women, you know, relationships. And you, you're so right. And not just any woman on woman relationships. Let's let's be clear. It's got to be a sexy woman on woman relationship because if it's a butch, oh forget it. They're gonna complain about it. They, it's such a double standard. But if it's two women, like lipstick chicks, or like you said, there could be um, uh, like a soft butch walking down the street in the foot. It they don't make too much of a like a hustle and bustle over it. So I do believe that because I was in a relationship with a woman, and um, you know I'm 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 pretty much a lipstick chick, and um, and so was you know my significant other and. I just feel that, you know, people, guys were drooling more so over what, what, you know what I'm saying? The fantasy of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do feel, you know, within those our type uh, relationships and, you know, people don't uh, respect them. Still, it's, it's still a fight of getting that respect. I just say this shit. We all go to sleep. We sleep alone. Mm-hmm. Even though you're in a bed with someone, when you go to sleep, you're sleeping. Like you're sleep. You don't share your sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you don't share a toilet when you shit. Mm-hmm. You don't share a fork when you put it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And you damn sure don't share a toothbrush when you're brushing your teeth. Okay. So why the fuck do you need to worry about who I'm with, who I'm doing it with, when I'm doing it, or how I'm doing it? And that's the part I can never fucking understand about people. Mm-hmm. You don't pay my bills. You don't do anything that benefits my life. So why does it matter who I choose to love? No matter what I look like or how I present myself. Mm-hmm. And that's for everybody, men, women, gay men, lesbians, everything. You know, and I only say that because I was a person that judgmental in my younger days and, you know but as like I said maturing really really helps you become who you are and you really start to look at things and think back and you're kind of like him like I was like that why because I have family members that are just like that the same people that I talk shit about and I made fun of I got a family member like that mm-hmm. so how would I like if somebody did that to them Damn, that is, yeah, I mean, that's true, right? Yes, very much so. Very much so. It's really, really true. And, you know, I just, I don't know. Um, I mean, racism still exists. Um, 
discrimination against <laughs> gays, whether the trans community, you know, they they experience a lot of discrimination. You know, they're killed left and right just mm-hmm. because they choose. I think people need to understand something. Being What's gay that? is not something that, do you think people just wake up and say, hey, I want to be gay? No, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen that way. I knew I was gay from a ch- when I was a child. The thing is, at that age, I didn't know that it was called gay. Mm-hmm. It was just a feeling. Mm-hmm. It was just something that I felt. And I didn't look at it like, this is wrong. It shouldn't be like this. The people who do discriminate against it are the people that are taught to discriminate against it. If you raise your children to accept everyone no matter what, they won't know that being gay is wrong. I but I agree. I do I do agree. I do feel that fear is a form of the unknown, what you don't understand. Educate yourself on on uh, anything before you you judge right away. I mean that the truth, you know, the adage, the truth will set you free. It's very true. Um so what you know, Lexington, what would you say to um all the men, young men out there that are in high school and they want to come out mm-hmm. and they want to express themselves and they want to be themselves in order to um, grow and excel into the person that they want to be into society. What would you, what advice would you give them? And you know, if they're listening right now, Lexington, you know, being the sexy fuck that you are. Okay, <laughs> listeners don't have no idea, you know, but this this man is beautiful. His skin is like fucking milk. Okay. Um what would you have to say for these you these young men and even the ones that, you know, they're they're feeling like, you know, they're they're ready to like end it all because they have nobody that loves them or accepts them. What do you what can you say to them? I would first say this, um, love yourself first. Um, if, if you're someone who's young and you don't typically understand the feeling that you're having or you don't know, well, what is this? Who am I? I always say, you know, talk to someone, you know, do your research. Nowadays, YouTube is the platform that can really help a lot of people get through things because going on YouTube and just typing in a search engine, mm-hmm. I'm 15 years old and I think I'm gay, you'll pull up millions of videos of people just like you. Oh, wow. And guess what? You'll then soon to learn that the struggle that you thought you were going through isn't a struggle that you thought you were battling on your own. It's somebody mm-hmm. else going through exactly what you're going through. And half the time, a lot of the people that do YouTube videos, they're very in touch with their fans. They allow you to message them um, to kind of, you know, talk and, you know, just someone that I always say you can't do it on your own. You always need somebody to talk to. But I always say living your truth and living Mm -hmm. who you are and following your heart and the feeling that you have is the best thing. Don't ever let anyone tell you this is how you should be. Ever. Always be who you want to be or who you feel you should be. Um, Like with my experience and with Project Wild, you know, I don't know if a lot of cities or states have organizations like this, 
for Project Wild was a perfect place for people who didn't have a voice and didn't know who they were and needed someone to help them figure that out. Mm-hmm. And I just always say, just communicate, you know, get yourself involved. But like I said, nowadays with the internet, you can look up anything. You can type mm-hmm. in, go in Google and you can type in anything regarding what you're feeling. You can type in a organization for the LGBTQ community or um, just different things. But I will always say, you know, don't be ashamed of who you are because it's, you're not the only one that feel that way. And I mean, that's the only thing I've, I could kind of say about it. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I hid my truth for years. I didn't tell my mother I was gay till I was 20, mm-hmm. 19, 20. And I know that seems young and you like all your years, but this is coming from someone who knew they were gay since they were like nine. Okay. So I went through from nine to 19, 20, battling with who I was had experiences and everything was sexually active and everything with men and women and um internally I told myself like I think that I'm gay when I finally understood what it was and what it meant to be gay and let me let me just say something and I want to make this clear to everyone that's listening sorry that's listening gay is not just a sexual act a lot of people oh you suck the dick you get fucked in your butt you're mm-hmm. gay. No. Being gay has nothing to do with sex about about sex. Being mm-hmm. gay is who you are as a person. Okay. Is it it is it is. It's you're attracted to the opposite I mean to the opposite to the same sex. Mm-hmm. That's the true definition. A lot of people define gay by a sexual act. I will never forget the time that it was somebody that I knew. I can't recall the situation, but they basically said that they were gay and I made a stupid ignorant comment like oh have you ever had sex with a boy and he was like no never and I'm like so how are you gay and he looked at me like well what the hell is wrong with you mm-hmm. you know and I had to think about it like he just educated me on something never had sex with a guy ever but he knew he was gay why because the feeling the connection that he feels when he looks at another man basically gave him that answer that he needed to know about himself mm-hmm. when he looked at women he didn't get the same feeling that he did when he looked at a man so that's how he knew wow that is so fucking deep baby <laughs> you hear me okay. that is a mouth full and you know that's just gonna be a girl I mean, you know what? One more, one more question before we go, because we have been kicking for a minute. What do you think about gay rappers? Before we leave, do you think that there are uh, rappers hiding behind the shadows? You know, you looking behind the fucking blinds. You know, um, and having you know the disco ball on, and then coming out, you know, hard as hell, rapping about killing a whole bunch of people. Do you think there are people out there perpetrating the fraud? I personally know for a fact that there are some of our favorite celebrities who are male mm-hmm. that are gay or bisexual, and to me, to everybody else, it's a shock. But to me, it's not. You want to know why? Because they're just like I am. Mm -hmm. 
So I think a lot of people think, oh, because you're a celebrity and you're a rapper and you're a male rapper, you're supposed to be gay. No, you gotta remember that person was a human being first. And the same wants, likes, and desires that I have, they have too. Right. The problem is, once again, being a celebrity, they're forced to hide that true identity. Mm -hmm. And what I'm about to say now is alleged. Queen Latifah. Someone that I respect to the fullest. Someone who has took her career to levels beyond anyone can imagine. Right. I know for a fact, allegedly, that Queen Latifah is a lesbian woman. But she chose not to come out to her fans for whatever reason. And it could be that she wants to live a private life. Some people look at it this way. Who I am as a celebrity Mm -hmm. and who I am in my personal life is two different things. Right. I need you guys to know me as Queen Latifah, the rapper, the actress, the makeup artist. I mean, not makeup artist, the the model. She modeled for CoverGirl. Um, She produced movies. She, you know, she's done a lot. She's an entrepreneur at its best. Mm -hmm. But I just wish that she would speak about it because there are people who look up to her that probably are in her shoes and kind of feel like damn if she came out and spoke about it it might give me the strength to live my truth and speak about it you know i mean yeah i mean look at the fucking mtv awards when she came out on the motorcycle bingo bingo you know what i'm saying her girlfriend was in the audience with her her girlfriend was there really her girlfriend was there in the audience. They, the, the audience, they were sitting right next to each other. Oh my yeah. fucking God. And um, I just don't think a celebrity like her, if I can have a personal conversation with her, I would tell mm-hmm. her and I wouldn't be afraid. I would tell her, Queen, I know. And I know she'll look at me and say, you know what? I know that you're a lesbian. She'll probably laugh and like, what? But she might look at me like I'm crazy. She might call security. Mm-hmm. But I would really, I'm that bold of a person to say something like that to her. And I just, whatever her reason for not, I guess, coming out about it isn't really my business. But I just kind of feel when you are such a big fan, like, I mean, a celebrity like that, I'm sorry, guys. Um, when you're such a big celebrity like that, I just think that you, you don't know the impact that you would have by sharing that type of story you just you have no idea and who's to say maybe one day she will come out about it maybe she's waiting maybe she's waiting for the perfect time she could have been working on something for years mm-hmm. about herself that she wants to put out or she might do an interview but mark my word on this if she ever did decide to come out I think she's going to do it with Oprah you think so? I believe that yep if the bitch is still living by then I mean oh. you know their clock is ticking honey <laughs> and she got one foot in it if you know what I mean Lord okay <laughs> <laughs> one foot one foot just one heel just one heel okay so um, let's see I just think that my opinion on it is I don't feel that she's living you know like my opinion and right. You know, I I just feel like you only get one life, you know, I'm sure, you know, there is an afterlife, but you only get one life on this earth. And it's like, just 
be open. But, you know, I guess because that's how I live. And I, I don't know if I would, you know, there's people that judge me like, what the fuck? Why is she dressed like that? Why is she choosing to do that? But I would rather die like that than to die with being like, there, there's one way, there's there's one thing to be private and I understand that there are private people out there but then there's another to just live your life and not care what other people think so I mean if you know allegedly if she is gay and if she chooses to live privately I respect that but if she is afraid of the endorsements because you know like I said I love digging in my purse until there's a hole in it so, you know, as far as the fucking money aspect of it all, you know, endorsements with CoverGirl and other endorsements with sponsorships, you know, all that goes to Patoop, you know, as soon as they find out uh, that a person may be um, gay or, or a lesbian. And nobody, like, blatantly says, hey, I am not a person that likes you. You know, the same thing with racism. Nobody's going to blatantly say it they're going to indirectly treat you in that manner where you feel it through your pockets you have to die you have to die living your truth you can't leave this earth agreed with that type of secret Mm -hmm. because guess what you're going to regret it in the afterlife Mm -hmm. you're going to say to yourself like damn like that was the one thing that I never ever spoke about or came out about and you know how many people take things to their grave and you know when they're on that deathbed that's the moment when they announce it and they let people know and it's just one of those things where like you got all the money in the world who gives a fuck when anybody thinks or anybody says you have you have established your career 30 fucking years ago from the time Queen Latifah came Queen Latifah mm-hmm. back in the early 90s, mm-hmm. late 80s, early 90s, she, she, you're already the it factor. You are well respected. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to, 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 to keep from anyone anymore. And I only say that because I know that she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I just know she is. And I'm just going to say this. If you're going to hide it, hide it. You know, dress as a woman all the time in a feminine attire if that's the mm-hmm. case you know don't ride on a motorcycle with biker leather pants on and booze basically it was an image of a of a almost like a masculine look i was gonna say mm-hmm. a male but no masculine look mm-hmm. um i've seen plenty of women riding motorcycles and they have skirts on and boots mm-hmm. and, you know chains and all that other stuff and you know, but like I said, who am I to tell that woman how she should live or how who she should be or right, she should right. even come out to us? I just feel like as fans, we deserve to know. You're right. And um, Lexington, I just want to thank you for coming on my show. I hope to have <laughs> you again on my show and, you know, talking about other um, sexual topics with celebrities and also um, in situations with um, all parties, you know what I'm saying? All different types of people. And um, we are um, heading out because um, we have a lot to do and I have, def- I definitely have uh, more shows to come. I do apologize 
for me not living up to the shows that I have been <laughs> saying that I would do. But um, we are definitely on track now. And um, I, I hope that you tune in to the next show because, you know, that's just the way your girl likes it. <laughs> and I just want to say to the fans, always remember to live, love, life. And that's what I got to say to that. Yes, that is true. And always remember that x rayness sex talk is the best. <laughs> All right, so have a wonderful night, and we're out. Bye.